Welcome to another episode of Read and React. I am so excited for today's episode. Um, and this episode is provided by the good folks at Real Ones Productions. Uh, they are the next wave in uh, sports media. Um, so let me introduce our constituents for today. We got the best in the business, uh, Jalen Wilson, host of Ball Don't Lie and beat writer for the Right Now Eye and senior editor for R1P. Also, we got the man, the myth, the legend, and the waviest to ever do it, Moon Vibes. He's the host of Fantasy Vibes, Hoops, and beat writer for R1P. Fellas, how you all doing today? Perfect. I'm doing good. Uh, <laughs> KT. Hey, no, no mean to correct you, but I am the co-host because, you know, Steve's also a co-host of Bottom Law. Okay, I mean, it's, it's all good. My bad. I, I make sure I, I, I throw you a better alley yeah. next time. I mean, this, this is a break now. It's pretty fire, Jalen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Say was a senior editor, bro. <laughs> the senior editor. Oh, yeah, other stuff you said was good, but, yeah, yeah, but, 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 but you know, I, 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 I ain't, I the, I ain't oh, the only host I, of Bottom Law. I got you. So, hey, Steez, wherever you are right now, I'm I'm sure you're killing it. Shout out to my boy, A. Steezy. So, hey, fellas, guess what? It's, 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 it's been roughly a month since the Super Bowl, and I've been missing the NFL. So, today's episode, and we got a lot going on in the sports world right now. Uh, hopefully, my Dukies can uh, let Coach K ride off into the sunset, but the game against North Carolina didn't uh, look good. But never mind that. We're going to place everything... <laughs> to the side because today's episode is only going to be on the NFL and I'm going to get straight to it. Uh, so the NFL league year starts March 16th and free agency opens up at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yes, we've seen some moves. Yes, we've seen some announcements, but a lot of these things won't even get finalized until the 16th of March. So if your favorite team, you wonder why they haven't placed them on the Twitter or any of the team pages, it's because of that. Uh, the annual league meeting is March 24th through the 27th. Uh, that will be taking place in Florida. The NFL draft is April 3rd, uh, 28th through the 30th. And OTAs are tentatively scheduled to start between May 19th and, uh, through the 22nd. Now we got the semantics out of the way. Let's get straight into what, what it, what's been really a wild week in the NFL. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers' poor, uh, per sources uh, signed a four-year, $200 million deal, making him the highest-paid player in NFL history uh, with $122 million guaranteed, uh, giving him a very friendly contract, and it's friendly because he has the ability at each end of the year to decide if he wants to retire or not. And it also helped the Packers because a lot of these teams do balloon contracts in the end. Hoping that the quarterback retires so it's cap friendly for this year and the next year. But it gave the package twenty one million in cap space and we have a pretty decent free agency. We're gonna start with Moon on this Aaron Rodgers saga. Moon, you had four minutes. Talk to me. All right. Well, Aaron Rodgers, this feels like the one of them. Uh, love, love. What's that thing? Love don't cost a thing. Uh, no, nah, <laughs> nah, it, it, it'll be a better example because love don't cost a thing. It was like Nick Cannon. You saw, you saw the confidence grow with Nick Cannon's character over the course of time in the movie, and then he finally had to learn lessons. You know, all over a girl. You know what I'm saying? This is kind of different. This feels like thin line between love and hate. Ooh, for for the Packers and Aaron Rodgers because you know you like that girl. But she might just be the death of you. <laughs> she might just be the death of you. And I, I just say, because all of the drama, all of the turmoil, everything that's been happening over the last year, I'm just going to put in a, last year. From last offseason to this offseason. <laughs> if I go two years, I'm going to go over four minutes. So I don't need that right now. <laughs> Got to stay on the clock. 
where I'm at. Like 315. All right, cool. Uh, um, so <laughs> with this whole situation, it's been a headache. I can't even, um, I've, I've heard Packers fans say, well, if, if you know, and if you really know, then you should have just stayed on the outskirts, blocked out all the speculation and just already understood that 12 was coming back. Now for a Packers fan, uh, at least I would hope that guy, at least I know with this contract that this guy is going to retire a Packer and he's going to ride off into the sunset as a Packer. Um, from the vaccine debacle or the lack of vaccine to the, the, the foot, the foot debacle to losing in the, in the first game of the playoffs coming back to having the ups. <laughs> and then you got Jordan Love sitting there with your broke ass. <laughs> <laughs> you got Jordan Love sitting there. It looked like he ain't never going to get a chance to play. Trade rumors are speculating um, all over the place. So is he going to stay? Is he going to go? And that's what makes me feel like it's, it's a thin line between love and hate. Um, Aaron Rodgers I don't know how familiar you are With Chocolate City But in the movie They had this place Called Chocolate City And um, That place Was a staple You know what I'm saying If I'm Correct me if I'm wrong KT But didn't that place Get burned down In the movie <laughs> Chocolate City <laughs> Yes it did get burned down So with Chocolate City Getting burned down You can look at Chocolate City As the uh, how, how you would want to say The Green Bay Packers Organization is and I think that without Aaron Rodgers, uh, that they, they, they was going to just take it downhill. Now, I don't think this deal just only affects Aaron Rodgers, but I, it definitely affects the team. They franchise tag Devontae, which was, to me, I hate the franchise tag. Like, oh, they franchise they really, tag him for officially? Yeah, I, I, at least that's what I'm hearing. Uh, yeah, Franchise tagged him. Uh, so he's going to be back at least this year. I think... I hate the franchise tag, but I think this could be a win because if you bring him back for one year, the way Rogers' contract is set up, you can probably offer him the long-term extension next year, depending on how everything shakes out and works out. However, exactly. however, if if Aaron Rodgers is committed in in the relationship and he he is, I think Aaron Rodgers just likes drama. I think he just likes there's nothing really going on. Like you just like drama. You know, you know them. You know them dudes that be dating the girls is just crazy for no reason, and they'd be like, yeah, they "Why are you still with her? Why are you still with her, coach?" All right, it was like, "Why are you still with her?" Well, because that crazy chick was running around the house trying to kill me. Uh, trying to got a knife, <laughs> threw me out of the, threw me out of the. Uh, uh, now I'm crashing and falling underwater in the pool. That's what this whole thing feels. And that's why I use thin line uh, between love and hate for this whole situation. Because that's what it feels like with Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. I'm happy he's back. And it looks like he's going to retire as a Green Bay Packer. And I'm Great done. job. <laughs> Great job, Coach Moon. I, I, I love the analogy. Uh, I love the parallel with uh, both movies. Love the constant thing and the thin line between love and hate. Coach Jalen, you got four minutes on the clock. Talk to me. Uh, before I start, KT, so you said this is a friendly deal. It opens up, what, 21 meal in cap space, you said? Yeah, yeah. It's a friendly deal for both sides. One, Aaron Rodgers gets all the headlines, and then two, they have 21 million in cap space. And NFL, I forgot to say this, uh, just uh, added 25 million to the cap space. So it's, it's a friendly deal for both sides. Okay. I'm just making sure because at first I didn't like that deal uh, because I'm like, well, the Packers are struggling. Uh, with the whole cash space situation, they got to pay the Smiths. Um, Zadarius and Preston 
on top of that, uh, didn't Jair Alexander just get signed for a decent amount? Uh, Devontae Allen still got to get paid. Offensive line still needs help. I still don't know if I like the deal. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, listen here. I probably have like little respect for you in the football world at this point. Um, you're just a baby. You're not a leader. You're a baby. <laughs> Can never get it done in big moments. <sighs> don't know really why I'm going with this, though. Like, I like this for the Packers. Why? Because you keep Aaron Rodgers with you. I mean, Jordan Love showed you a little bit of something, but it, it wasn't enough to keep to, to be like, Aaron Rodgers, you walk. We want Jordan Love with us. In my opinion, you might want to trade Jordan Love. I mean, you know, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't like a one game sample size. We saw, you know, I don't, you know, I don't really like that sample size, but it's a small sample size. You can't, can't make too much of it. But I will say that this was a dove signing for the Packers. Why? I mean, because they got off of Brett Favre, went to Aaron Rodgers. You're probably not going to find another Aaron Rodgers again. Um, you ain't gonna find you ain't gonna find another replacement like that th- three times in a row or two times in a row. Uh, so I think it's a good signing. Now, like Moon said, I don't like the franchise tag. Um, if anything, I think they should like because they're not gonna get rid of it because it's the NFL. But I mean, they should make it to somewhere some some way to where if if you're a certain player and you get like a certain amount of yards or a certain amount of tackles, like depending on what position you is, you can't get franchise tag. Um, so. So, I mean, that's how I feel about the whole Aaron Rodgers situation. But, I mean, I just feel like it was like a whole bunch of crying from one side, Aaron Rodgers' side, just to, uh, like, uh, like, I want my money. Uh, I mean, I ain't saying he don't deserve it, because he do. But, you know, I just feel like it was, it was, it was unnecessary Aaron Rodgers to do this. Like, bro, you weren't going to retire anyways. Uh, Jalen, do you feel like that whole he's a bad man denotation for Aaron Rodgers? Uh, do you... Because he's a great regular season quarterback and he's had some successes in the playoffs. But do you think he's delivered uh, uh, and does it equate to his um, egotistical diva attitude? You said you said say that first part again of the question. Um, I, I was saying, um, uh, do you think like the you know how Stephen A always saying like Aaron Rodgers is a bad man? I mean, he always gets a lot yeah. of credit. Uh, do do you think like it's warranted? Does does it even match? Um, you know, is it even worth dealing with what you get from him every off season? Yes. Why? Because I mean, it's hard to find a quarterback that is arguably top five every year. Um, you know, you don't want to be stuck struggling with you know a, a bad quarterback. But you know, I do think it it. His ego is a big thing. Um, I mean, I think, you know, he kind of dimmed his ego down a little bit in the past year or two because, you know, he went on that whole reform thing, uh, got away from with the island and everything. But yeah, he's still an egotistical person. Um, and I definitely think, like, you know, the media and everything hurts his, you know, it actually affects his, his ego because, I mean, it, it seemed like the, as the years went on, he started getting more praise. His ego just got a little bit bigger. Mm. Moon, you got two minutes, man. It's a two-minute warning. We need points. You can rebuttal anything Jalen said or continue what you were saying. Rogers has all the money, the accolades, but like this is how some people think. Rogers has all the money, the accolades, but he still cries and moans about how grieved, quote-unquote, he is. And he has shown himself over the last two years to be 
a petty diva, right? That's how one side could look at it. Um, like I'm being silenced right now. <laughs> I'm being silenced. You can't tell me to shut the f up. <laughs> like, like, <nah. laughs> I wonder how many books that Aaron Rodgers can add to his book collection with that 200 mil. There's a lot of books out there. Aaron Rodgers. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna respond to this. Look, Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. Two things could be true at the same time. He could be a bad mm-hmm. man, the best throw of the football that we that I've seen. As far as wrist flick, look at the flick of the wrist. And then also you have like the the other side of it too, with the which is the play the playoff success. We all know that a Super Bowl window is 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 small. Don't let Tom Brady and his greatness fool y'all out there to think that this Super Bowl window is just wide open, like it's it's just it's just there all the time. It's not. But to his defense, um, I'll say this. He's just repeating at what he's seen. So we talk about, I've been doing a lot of things when it comes to, uh, you know, working on my triggers and managing triggers. And you know what I found out, KT and Jalen? I found out that sometimes you can have a trigger based on something that you've seen before in your life. So like childhood trauma or like, you know, things that you always seen happen in front of you. So what if Aaron Rodgers is only uh, giving you what he saw in front of him? Can I interest you in a name? That a lot of people seem to forget about, but he's not even close to the amount of diva that A-Rod is. You got Brett Favre that's all the way over here. <laughs> and then you got Aaron Rodgers that's all the way down here. You cannot sit here and tell me that Aaron Rodgers is on the same ego as Brett Favre. That's like another... Brett Favre, if you look and go back and look at some of the stuff Brett Favre has done <laughs> to the Green Bay Packers, it's not even close to having what, 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 what is the situation with Aaron Rodgers. So I just feel like we just have to R-E-L-A-X. Did I do Ooh. a good job, Aaron? Relax, right? <laughs> Relax. <laughs> when I just think of it that way, and I think my two minutes may be up, but I just think that Another sidebar is that because of the Russell Wilson news that came out and Rogers, <laughs> the big news with him having a, a 200 million or however much uh, the contract is worth, it kind of got pushed to the back burner because of the Russell Wilson news that came out. So that's just another little drop in there that could probably go to his ego. I wonder what he was saying. How dare Russell Wilson come over here and steal my shine on this day when I got the release out there? I don't know, but... I just say he's not he's not the egotistical uh he's not as egotistical as his his the person that came before him. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, rapid fire for both of you. And I don't care who goes first. Uh will will Aaron Rodgers win another Super Bowl? No. Yeah. I say no because if this is to Jalen's point, you have to be able to surround him with the talent um, and be able to help because it's, it's the other pieces. We've seen that. Last year, the Achilles heel for Green Bay was their special teams. Um, and that's what kind of ended up being the rise and fall of the Packers. So I just don't know. In this window, it's a lot of teams that's on the up and coming right now. So they very well could be regular season darlings, but I don't know if they can get it done in the playoffs. Yeah, it's it's a lot of teams in the AFC that's up and coming. NFC, I don't know. There's still teams in the NFC. 
I'm not gonna include my Falcons in there, but it's still it's still teams. <laughs> Maybe not in the NFC East, but it's still teams in the NFC. But because their division is so bad, like who knows? They might just walk into a thirteen and what thirteen four record, like just escape. And now they over there, like, oh my darling, oh my darling, just waiting, right. waiting. So, who knows? But my gut feeling says no. No. Uh, Jalen, final final statement on this Aaron Rodgers situation? Oh, um, I mean, I mean, the Packers better out to get him as, as, as much help as he needs. Um, maybe try to get him a wide receiver instead of an edge rusher this year in the first round or a cornerback. Uh, but, I mean, that's as far as I will go with the statement uh, so far. Uh, uh, Jalen, I got a, a question for you. So in basketball, typically the the superstar is is the fall guy, and the superstar can be anybody. But in the NFL, the yeah. fall guy is the quarterback. What what accountability yeah. does Aaron Rodgers have? Did he do enough? Did he put enough points up in that uh, playoff loss against Sam? No, he didn't. At home, he didn't. Uh, I know that. All right. I mean. Moon, final, final, uh, final statement. And I'll close this up. Um, I just, I think if you're a Green Bay Packers fan, you were, you didn't really care if he came back or if he, if he left. I think because of everything that was happening, you kind of wasn't, was indifferent to it all. Like, it doesn't really matter. Um, but based on his report, he said, I'm very excited to be back year 18. Um, to me, I really do feel like they need to get this whole Devontae Adams situation figured out like first. But in order for them to do that, I, I really do believe that he, they had to get Aaron Rodgers back in the building. The cap goes down. It's a huge, huge, huge commitment. And that's really what I feel like all Aaron Rodgers really wanted. Aaron Rodgers wanted the ring. Like Green Bay Packers is just like I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to date you, shawty. <laughs> I ain't trying to commit to you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he said, "Nah, I need that. I need that. I need that. That ring." <laughs> so I just think. But if you're a Packers fan, if 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 you did, you probably did not care if he came back or not. And I think that could have been very liberating to y'all. Like, wow, like. If he goes or if he stays, I, I don't care. But you have to be glad that he's black, back. I understand there's plenty of issues and everything, but the only thing that y'all can be as a fan base is like, hey, let's go win another. Let's go win another Super Bowl. I know it happened a while ago where they put up this special, special run, but let's see what happens because we already know what they can do in the regular season. It's the playoffs that is the Achilles' heel. So that's my two cents on the situation. My, I I think this was just drug out a lot longer than it needed to be, and it and it feels like every off season this is just something Aaron Rodgers is going to do, and I, and I guess you know Green Bay has come to grips with that. My issue with Aaron Rodgers is this denotation of a bad man. Is this denotation of the best thrower of the ball? That may be true, but at the end of the day, wins is all that matter. It's really all about the, the the guns and the butter. Troy Aikman never threw over twenty three touchdowns in the season. He has three Super Bowls. Jim Kelly never 
won a Super Bowl. But he also, when he played at Ralph Wilson Stadium, he didn't lose many games in a, uh, many home games in the playoffs. And, mm-hmm. and it might be one that he lost in the playoffs versus Aaron Rodgers. We think about when Colin Kaepernick, uh, Colin, uh, Colin Kaepernick. I don't know why I'm calling him the wrong damn name. <laughs> My apologies, Colin Kaepernick. Uh, but when he went there and got a win, Tom Brady has went there and got a win. Jimmy Garoppolo has went there and got a win. I am just tired of this Aaron Rodgers saga. Um, like when when Bleacher Report kept sending notifications to my watch, I was getting irritated. I'm like, I don't care about that. I want to know more about this Russell Wilson trade. And and I think you both did a beautiful job with that. Moving right along. Hey, KT, before you go, I got a mm-hmm. quick question for you. Who's the owner of the Green Bay Packers? I have no clue. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> 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 Isn't it like the 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 city, like the like the the city or something like that owns the team, like their community? Yeah, they got like different stakes. Oh, in his, in the, yeah, oh, yeah. I think they got like different stakes. But the owner of the Green Bay Packers is <laughs> clearly no debate. <laughs> we on to the next one. <laughs> uh, moving right along, Carson Wentz has been traded to the Washington Commanders. Say that five times fast. The Washington Commanders uh, received Carson Wentz, a $28 million cap hit. Uh, uh, They also got a 2022 second-round pick, which ended up being a swap in a 2022 uh, seventh-round pick. The Colts got a 2022 third-rounder, a 2022 second-rounder, and uh, a conditional uh, 2023 uh, second-round pick, but it can convert uh, to a second round pick if Carson Wentz plays 70% of the snaps. If Washington is having a bad year, it'll be interesting at the end of the year if uh, they try to monitor his snap percentage so that pick doesn't end up being a second round pick. Um, uh, we'll have to look into that. Uh, in the, 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 uh, what was interesting about this is that immediately after the trade, I think this is the difference between social media now and, and, you know, the news that we got back in the 1990s, which came from the various media outlets that were out there. Colts camp immediately stated poor leadership and recklessness led to the decision to trade him. And of course, the money with him getting 28 million on the cap. We started with Moon last time. We're going to start with you, uh, Jalen. How do you feel about this trade overall? And you got four minutes. Time to rant, sir. Uh, I don't even know if I'm going to need four minutes because, I mean, it's Carson Wentz. He does nothing for Washington at all, the commanders. He, he, he really does nothing. Wait, he's an upgrade with Taylor Haneke, but yeah, he gets you nowhere. You're not going to play off the ta- with Carson Wentz. I'm sorry. You're just not. Um, you're probably still finishing, what, third in the, in the, in the NFC? What is it, the East? Mm-hmm. So, like it, like, like, it completely does nothing. Carson Wentz is okay, I guess. But, I mean, he's going to cost you some games. I mean, he's better Taylor Hockey, but he ain't that much of an upgrade in my opinion. Uh, now onto the Colts. Colts, good job, I guess. You probably gonna sign Jimmy Garoppolo or Mr. Bisky. Okay, that kind of does nothing. Uh, I don't know because both of these teams, in my opinion, were just better off drafting a quarterback. That's all I gotta say. I think that uh, Mitch Trubisky. Don't be surprised if he ends up in New York. Uh, and I believe they're going to allow him and Daniel Jones to compete for that starting spot uh, because, uh, you know, there's some uh, former Buffalo Bills brass that are there now and Joe Schoen and um, uh, Brian DeBall. And uh, they really like Mitchell Trubisky a lot. Uh, so don't be surprised if he end up there. And I believe he trusts them. 
Uh, I, I think this is a win-win for both teams. Uh, I, I agree with Jalen said as far as um, the, the commanders, like, you know what you're getting with uh, Carson Wentz. I think the Colts hit it right on the, the, the head with the recklessness and the lack of uh, leadership. Uh, the one thing they do have going for him is that Carson Wentz knows the NFC East very well. I'm not sure if he still has his home in Philadelphia because uh, I know uh, a lot of times it's not as easy to sell the home as, as people think. So with uh, Philadelphia being roughly two hours from Washington, his family can probably still go back and live their normal lives. Um, in, in Philadelphia But I, I think it's a win-win for both teams I don't think uh, Washington overpaid for anything I believe um, uh, uh, They they swapped second round picks They get they did give up some future picks I think the worst thing of this uh, of this All, y'all know me Is, is the $28 million cap hit uh, Moon, four minutes on the clock And actually you got extra Because Jalen don't feel like talking about cars and wins So, go Ah <laughs> uh, man, I don't even know where to start Uh should I tell a joke first? Nah, I shouldn't. <laughs> uh, I should. Uh, you know who knows? You know Carson Wentz knows the NFC East? Well, the NFC East knows Carson Wentz. <laughs> <laughs> so you better hope. <laughs> that's, that's a fact. Uh, <laughs> Shoot, glass half full ain't half empty type situation. Uh, At the same uh-huh. time, <laughs> it's like, I was thinking the whole time that the Colts had to send picks in exchange for this contract, but it's like, the con- and Washington is taking on his full contract. <laughs> yes. Like, that's the thing. It's crazy because the Colts pick is five picks after Washington, so they actually moved up in the second round. Mm-hmm. So I can get other people saying, well, you know, cap space, not really an issue if if none of your players that you that you have on your roster are really worth paying that the big bucks like that. And the argument to that could be, well, you know, if your team does have players uh, like... I don't want to name like random teams, but there's teams out there that have players that's actually worth getting the money to. Um, versus Washington, the only guy I can think of that's probably coming up soon is um, the guys on the defensive line. You know, Chase Young in the future, uh, maybe maybe Sweat in the future. Um, I'm not really sure about their linebackers, although I do feel like I can't remember his name. It's sticking Holcomb. Holcomb is it Holcomb? Uh, their middle linebacker for the yes yes that yeah. is accurate he 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 might be in line for one of the big ones um but Terry scary Terry he's the one that looks like the one that I'm worth paying I don't know about Gibson yet I'm not really gonna be sold uh I haven't been sold on Gibson um I like him as far as fantasy but it's he's barely a he's a running back like and play pay him offensive line that's a whole nother thing I'm still mad that they got rid of uh Trent Williams and you see that they offensive line hasn't been the same. However, um, Carson, it, it, once I get past the picks and the initial shock value of it, it's like I can't believe that the Colts finessed a way to get to to get somebody to take on Carson Wentz's contract and give them some picks. <laughs> that, right. that, that, that's the part. That's the part. And then if you're a Washington football fan, you got to be sitting there like, this is not what we meant when we said that we wanted a good quarterback. Like, this is not what we were talking about. We had Taylor Heineke last year. We we don't know. And then to other people, like, I can see multiple sides of the spectrum. So I can see how people would be like, well, he is a former MVP. Like, <laughs> he is a former MVP. You just got to go uh, hop in a time machine and, and, go, and go look and try to channel in that. But... 
for everybody that's saying like whether Carson Wentz's career is resurrected, he didn't play necessarily that bad last year. Like if we keep him in a buck, there was a stretch last year for the Colts. We have to also keep in mind that the Colts schedule was brutal last year, especially mm-hmm. at the beginning. Their schedule was brutal. Then he he had his own situations that happened. We can't forget. Um, he ended up coming back. My most impressive victory was when he went to the the team that ended up playing in the Super Bowl. Um, or well, yeah, in the Super Bowl, the 49ers. Like he went to their home and beat them in a rain game. That showed me a lot about Carson Wentz in that game. Um, there's also some moments where he has some low moments, like getting sacked and getting both of his ankles uh messed up at the same time. Like that's that's it's like the the rise and the fall of Carson Wentz. Not necessarily with this play, but in our minds. Is he good? Is he not good? Is he good? Is he not? Let's just keep it a buck. Carson Wentz is better than Taylor Heineke. There's a lot of moments yeah. last year just where I've said where I've said that, you know, Taylor Heineke, it wouldn't be that bad if you just use him as a as a quarterback, deeper than a bridge quarterback, but like until y'all can figure out that that quarterback position and draft somebody that y'all can have. Like, let's Taylor Heineke be the guy. We've seen him. But we all have to understand that he doesn't elevate it. If I have a look at Washington football teams, uh, I'm not calling them the commanders. Uh, Washington football teams, uh, roster and where they are right now, they have probably one of the better defenses in the, in, in the NFC East. Um, I could say the top defensive line in the AFC, I mean, in the NFC East. Um, I could say that their QB is now probably, I mean, I would probably have Dak number one, of course. Then I'll probably have, it, it's a toss up for the rest of them guys. Daniel Jones, Jalen Hurts, Carson Wentz. Hey, he find it out for number two, uh, two. For, but I would say that Dak is still at the, the, at the top right now. Nobody would probably debate that. Um, but if, if you look at it, that's really all that they, they needed. You put him in a system where, like, it, it's not the same as the Colts system, where it's heavy Jonathan Taylor, heavy Jonathan Taylor. But the thing that I would say about Carson Wentz, he finally has a number one wide receiver. Like, he finally... Michael Pittman is not no number one. Paris Campbell is not no number one. Molly <laughs> Cox is not no number one. There's These dudes is not no number one wide receivers. T.Y. Hilton is not no number one wide receiver right now. Uh-uh. And and I love T.Y. I'm doing the T.Y. little T.Y. thing right now. I don't know if you can hear it when I'm breathing, but, like, I'm doing it. I love him, but he's not number one. He finally has a number one. And that alone in itself can help elevate. Like, what was Josh Allen before Stephon Diggs? Mm. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I'm not saying that Carson Wentz is Josh Allen, but I am saying that there's a certain level of consistency that comes when you have a number one wide receiver. They drafted Deami Brown. If you're a fantasy player and you're out of Dynasty, that helps him, if I'm not saying. And he has his things that he has to work on. Yes, I understand. But I just think that just the same way the media overhypes Aaron Rodgers and everything, it's the same way that they 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 project this negative energy on Carson. Like, he's just a bust. And the real bust is this dude that beat Aaron Rodgers in the NFC Championship game, Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm. So y'all love him, but y'all hate Carson. And Carson is better. <laughs> like... So I don't understand the whole thing, but I just I brought it broke it down to you in multiple perspectives. But I still I guess the thing that I'm still trying to wrap my mind on is they took his entire contract. So that obviously is some type of commitment, man. 
That's some type of commitment. And maybe, just maybe, with the direction of their, not only their team, but their franchise, they want to come into this 2022 and beyond with somebody that, and they, they're going to commit right off the bat. And I think this may be what one of those situations. Because from a branding standpoint, they didn't hit when it comes to that Washington Commanders reveal and rollout. As far as marketing, PR and all that, nah, it was, it was a miss in my opinion. But... I understand it might not be people that's on the board right now. I still got to talk to my Washington football team slash commanders family members to see how they feel about it. But I mean, y'all have a guy that has been proven, a former MVP, who just got to get the most out of him. Give him a number one wide receiver. See what happens. That's my two cents. I said, I should say that's my two picks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, nah, I think I, I think that was a, a a lot of great substance, and uh, and everything that you said. Um, but the fa- I never thought about Carson Wentz having a true number one receiver, and to have the elite route, route runner that he has, uh, and McLaurin. That it's that's that's going to be beautiful. I, I have a question for you both, and I don't care how you answer. Um, and, and it kind of has to deal with this, and, it, and it's going to kind of segue into our next topic. The Washington Commanders offered more picks for Russell Wilson, and Seattle turned it down. Hmm. So, my, my question is... Five second round and, 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 picks, five and first round picks. It was, it was first rounds. They, they offered 2022, uh, 2023 uh, per sources, and 2024... Uh, first round and and they, and they they offered a myriad of picks. Um, so yeah, but like I said, it has layers. Do you all think that Seattle just preferred Denver's offer? Do you think because of the respect, well, at least the assumed respect, um, that they had for Russell Wilson, that they asked him, and he he said he preferred to go to Denver maybe because the Pacific Northwest and Denver mm-hmm. it's a it's a commute but it's not that far away. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that is the case, that like this is like a three part question. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson went to high school in Richmond, Virginia. Yeah. Uh, the Washington football team has their training camps in Richmond. They used to have them in Ashburn, I believe they're in Richmond now. So it'll be like a homecoming. So if that is the case and he didn't want to come there, it speaks volume of what people think about the Washington Commanders organization. Um, so I know it was a lot there. Y'all can pick apart whatever y'all want to pick apart and talk about it. So um, so summarize okay, that Joe. question again. It's three <laughs> parts. It's like, okay, I'll I help you, bro. It's um, okay. All right. So first part of it is... Do do you think that the Seahawks like were were talking to Russell Wilson behind the scenes to try to like orchestrate a trade location with him? Um, the the other part is Russell Wilson's roots and where he is, like where he's from, Virginia. Um, do you think that had a part of it? And then the first part, um, I think it was you might have to add that part in, Casey. Um. Uh, oh, was, the commanders in the picks, the picks, the commanders. In the yeah, picks. yeah. The the commanders actually offered higher picks for Wilson. Um, maybe it was the players that Denver included in the trade. Um, but but why do you think Seattle turned the trade down? Ultimately, is is all I'm really asking. Uh, it probably was the players. It's probably like 
I mean, the Washington have anybody close to like Noah fan potential, like on offense, I suppose, like tight end, like because what? Because no. I mean, Logan I guess Thomas. What you mean? Uh, not with Logan. the ceiling, though. And Logan Thomas, of course, he's like thirty five. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean Drew Locke is Drew Locke. He's not good. Uh, but he knows. I mean, I guess it was like, yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, I'm 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 guessing it was like Noah fan being tossed in the deal that probably sold them with, along with the picks. Uh, what, what's some orchestration going on behind the behind the scenes? Probably. I mean, I I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, I would expect you know Seahawks. Uh, for for the for, for the player that Russell Wilson has been for them, um, to be like, hey, yo, we, we, if we trade you, you know, what some places you want to go to, uh, but maybe not. Maybe you know, I mean, some some NFL franchises are just grimy, so maybe not. Um, but I mean, that th- those are the only two questions I really want to answer because I forgot the second question already. For some reason, it was like hometown, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it, it was like if it like uh like you said, like if um if they were asking Russ behind the scene and he chose Denver over Washington and Washington is kinda home, like what like what does that say about the organization? Yeah. Yeah, I mean oh yeah, Washington has all that stuff about going on in the front office or what who who who's their front office person? Dan Snyder, Quinn Snyder, whatever the hell his name is. Hey, the dude that should have been fired like years ago. Hey, sorry, Quinn. Hey, Quinn. Quinn, my bad. My apologies. My bad for getting us mixed up with uh, Dan. You're not even in the same stratosphere, my boy. My bad. That's the Quinn Snyder. Is the Utah Jazz. He like, wait, 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 wait. What did I do? Yeah, that's Dan. That's Dan. Well, we get Dan Snyder. All things going on with him, like you know, I can see why Russell Wilson. If if, if it was things going on in the background, why he wouldn't like you know, oh yeah, I want to go to Washington. That's 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 that's, that's a disaster right there. I think that has so many different layers, bro, and <laughs> different than different than what we're even talking about right now. Mm-hmm. Because all right, um, all right, let's talk about the picks first. You told me this a while back, KT, but you was like. Why would a team trade another team to to the division? Yet alone mm-hmm. the same conference. Seattle was not about to trade what Russell Wilson to an NFC team and let them recap <laughs> it over the Seahawks, the rebuilding Seahawks for the next X amount of years. Now it's crazy because I think Denver goes to Seattle next year. Hey, I'll deal with that, but I'm not about to have this man going into the Commanders. Dang, Commanders fans I actually says a team's name. Um, yeah, go to the commanders and then him win the NFC East every year <laughs> that he's there. And mm-hmm. then you got to see him in the playoffs and the playoffs, and we got to look, dang, what could have been. <laughs> so I think that part has to do with it. I also have to, this part has to do with it too. Russell Wilson, before the season started in the offseason last year, came out and gave a list of teams that he would prefer to go to. <laughs> with this agent uh, these, are, these are the teams That we would like to lay out I think it was like New Orleans uh, Denver uh, Chicago And a other, some other teams Right mm-hmm. They didn't have to Orchestrate anything Behind the scenes They already had the list If we're being honest Russell Wilson was pretty much Pulling a James Harden last year Without the fat suit That's what it was mm-hmm. He had an injury 
that happened with his the first time he's really gotten injured in his tenure career, where Aaron Donald he he flicked his hand down, his finger got messed up, and that took him out for like three weeks. You can't tell me that he wasn't committed because he rushed back to come back just to give the team a shot at the playoffs. So regardless of how you play in those games, he still rushed. He still rushed back to come for the city of Seattle. So you can't tell me that. Oh well, he sold. However, he did do it in a way where you could say, well, his play kind of dipped, and that's the reason why I bring up James Harden in a way. When you have that type of control, Russell Wilson is Seattle. Besides him and Bobby Wagner, who's no longer there anymore, who's in the free agency pool right now, and a, a damn good linebacker. Damn good. Anybody that any all thirty two teams could use Bobby Wagner. It's just can you pay Bobby Wagner? Patriots. Uh, but you like they're the last two remaining components for the Seattle Seahawks dynasty. So essentially, Russell Wilson is more of the Seahawks than Pete Carroll ever will be. And I'm not. And I say that because what do we in our head we do association, right? If I say Pete Carroll, the first thing that pops up in my head is not Seattle Seahawks. It's USC. USC facts. The first thing that pops up in my head when I see oh. Russell Wilson, it could I mean, be, I mean, you know, I mean, I always think of Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll throwing the ball at the at the. At the whenever I see hear Pete Carroll, I just think of the, the choke. <laughs> the, the, the last the last image that I see in my mind of this dynasty is Russell Wilson. I mean, uh, Richard Sherman's face <laughs> when they threw that interception on the goal line. <laughs> with the just yes, look at the, the yes. look of disgust. That sums up everything that I witnessed with the Seattle Seahawks Legion of Boom <laughs> transition dynasty that was like. So when it comes to the picks, it didn't really matter what first round picks you offer us at the end of the day. If we don't, we don't, that's not appealing. So it's kind of like, it don't matter how bad a girl is. Like if she got certain qualities that are a deal breaker to you, you still not going to rock with her. Like it don't matter how fine she is. The same thing kind of applies. So when it comes to that part, yeah. Then when it comes to the, the rich man being his ties, being there, that part I didn't even think about. However, that makes me think, well, the Seahawks have to answer to Russ, right? Mm-hmm. And say that. But who does Russ have to answer to? Oh, yeah. It's fine. That's Sierra. Yeah, it's lady. Yeah, absolutely. It's a lady. My bad for calling her fine, but we all know she's fine, Russ. Come on, man. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, I don't think Russ going to do anything to you. He ain't going to like attack you or nothing, so. Now, if I was future saying that, then hey, <laughs> he'll turn off the podcast real quick. But listen, uh, Sierra has to sign off on this too. So why would I want to go to the nation's capital when I can just go to Denver? Like, weed is legal there. You can smoke in the movie theaters. I can raise my kids in the Rocky Mountains. Uh, you know, Russell Wilson is all about God and his love for Jesus Christ. So, hey, like, this all is in the branding. But what does Sierra want? Because that has to factor in too. So he's answering. This is why he probably put those cities out there at the beginning of the season last year. Like, hey, these are the cities that I'm going to look at. So he already probably knew in his mind, especially with him having a no trade clause, which is brilliant by his agent to get him a no trade clause in his contract. Similar to the same thing with Deshaun Watson. Like they have no trade clauses in their contract. So he was probably not going to waive it for Washington Commanders in, in, in the first place. Um, so... I think the last part of the question or the last thing I have to say for it is I don't see how this trade helps um helps the Seahawks because whoa I and I'm really just I'm saying this because 
I do not trust Pete Carroll. He needs to be fired, bro. And I, I'm, I'm just keeping it a buck. I really do feel like Pete Carroll is holding back to Seattle Seahawks because of his ego. And this is the reason why Russell Wilson is out of the door. And this is the reason why the Seahawks don't have another Super Bowl on their resume. Pete Carroll's ego. Like, if we look at it and keep it a buck, this man is the face of your franchise. You're letting him walk out of the door. And for what? Drew Locke, Noah Fant, and uh, 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 another player and some picks? You've shown us in the past that you don't even know what you want to do with these first-round picks that you pick, bro. So based on what I've seen in the drafting and which I've drafted, and I'm not saying the whole since all the way back to 2012. Nah, I'm talking about recently. What have you done for me lately? There are some questionable picks, bro. So it makes me think, well, yeah, you got picks, but are you going to be able to do, do anything with them? It's like the OKC Thunder. You got all these picks, but you're going to be able to draft right and hit, the, hit those uh people that you need to now hey they could tank and they can do the jacksonville jaguars feel and they could try to get a bryce young or a cj stroud or one of them up and coming quarterbacks from this next year's class right hey didn't work out but you still have to build and i trust pete carroll as a motivator coach i do not trust pete carroll as a team builder and that's one of the reasons why it crumbled because the weakness of the seattle seahawks dynasty is because at the tail end, they could not protect Russell Wilson. He was taking the most sacks in the league. A lot of people say, well, he has to scramble out of the pocket. He has to create. Oh, well, why does he have to scramble out of the pocket and create? Because he got pressure in his lap. <laughs> Less than a second of the ball being snapped. And then you have to tell me that you got to face the NFC West teams, Arizona, the Rams, uh, not only including taking Seattle out of it, but the Niners too. And you know what their pass rush is. You got to play them teams twice a year. Each one of them, like their pass, their, their pass protection suffered. And all Russ wanted is to have faith that y'all can protect me. Y'all can't tell me that he don't like his office line. I'm just talking to the viewers out there, the listeners. Y'all can't tell me that he doesn't like his office line. Russell Wilson, I put out on a tweet. Russell Wilson has gifted his office lineman stock in Amazon. Would you give them stock at Amazon if you didn't like them? <laughs> he gifted them scooters, <laughs> scooter bikes. Like, there's, there's a lot of different things that he's done. So basically what I'm saying is this. Hey, Garrett Bowles in the Denver office line. Hey, get ready to get, <laughs> get, ready to get taken out. Get ready to get treated well. <laughs> Drew Locke was never going to take you out. He was just going to probably go to the movies or something, bump, ride in the car, listen to the young Jeezy. And this dude got some, some gifts coming your way, bro, especially for Christmas. And... And you have actually have a potential to win. I just think that I just don't like it for Seattle. If this was the price to get Russell Wilson, it makes me think, well, why haven't a lot of teams uh, made that offer to go, to go get him? Because it drew lock. No offense. I don't care what y'all say about no offense. No offense is not what y'all think he is, bro. He's not a top 10 fan. He's not a top 10 uh, tight end, in my opinion, whether it's fantasy or real life. He's not. And I, I actually like the backup, Albert O, better than Noah Fink for the Broncos. And I think they'll be able to get more production. A lot of it is tied to like quarterback play and all this stuff. But you go to the same situation with the same quarterback that you had. And pe people are like, well, Drew Locke going to Seattle in order for Noah Fant going with him. Like, it makes me think, well, was this, is this really a win for Seattle? To me, no, it's not. 
You're going to have Geno Smith, Eugene Smith. That's, a, that's his name, Eugene? <laughs> Got Eugene Smith and, and Drew Locke competing for the starting quarterback position. That's, you would rather deal with that than have to deal with Russell Wilson, and that's sad. That's tragic. So, I'm, it's crazy because I started liking Neon Green because of the Seattle Seahawks. Like, when they first came and, like, started to be good, like, before the Super Bowl appearances and everything, when they were, like, starting to build it, I'm like, damn, this team is fire. I had two teams at that time. It was the Falcons and the Seahawks before I, like, started being officially Falcons all the way. But that's just me being as a as an outsider looking in. I can't imagine how the Seattle Seahawks fans feel right now. I would be heartbroken. All righty. So uh, the Russell Wilson trade, to let you all know uh, uh, what exactly happened during the trade, the Broncos got Russell Wilson and a fourth-round pick. Seattle got Drew Locke, defensive end Shelby Harris, tight end Noah Fant. Uh, two first-round picks uh, for uh, uh, 2022. Uh, they got a 2022 second-round pick. And they got a, a 2023 second round and a fifth round pick for 2023. So Seattle now has eight total picks in the NFL draft. Jalen, I'm about to come to you, but first I need a rebuttal, Moon. So, Moon, you think that Denver won this trade? I think that Denver won this trade because if you look at the pieces that they already have, their defense is already top five. Their defense is already young. So you mean to tell me that you can get eight years out of Russell Wilson, possibly, and then have a defense that's still there? I know you contracts is contracts in the NFL, so you might not be able to keep all of them. But you mean to tell me you give Russell Wilson a, a younger, it feels like a younger Legion of Boom, possibly? Yeah. And everybody's saying that they are, he, he didn't have a run game. He did have a run game. That's the reason why Pete Carroll was sabotaging this man and not letting him cook. <laughs> like, so you give, him, you give him this, I just think it's a win because the same thing what we saw with Matt Stafford last year. They gave up Jared Goff. They gave up first-round picks after what? And they got what? A Super Bowl. This is what it is. If you just said earlier that it's not, it's not about anything, it's about wins, then this trade is about wins. That's the reason why I think it's a win for the Broncos. I think that Denver won it. I'm saying, my apologies. I think Seattle won this trade by a landslide. I don't think it's even close. Uh, immediately after Russell Wilson got traded, and I don't like that camps do this, but uh, a lot of the players were saying they believe that Russell Wilson checked out. Um, I think with this trade, the Denver Broncos are still the fourth best team in the division. Still what? the fourth best team in the division. Third best team. Hold on. Third best team. Okay. What? Okay. 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 Jalen, we, we can argue the semantics, but you still think that they're the third best team in the division. The Chiefs are good. The Raiders are going to get better. And the Chargers got a young kid in Justin Herbert that's just waiting to explode and waiting to put up MVP type numbers. I think they're the fourth best team in this division. But the Chargers also have a coach that loves to go for it on fourth down and it's going to sabotage the wins throughout the course of the season. And the Chiefs just lost. Just, I mean, the Broncos, just lost. the Broncos head coach? It don't matter. <laughs> like, they can find, they can put it whoever, whoever it is. Head coach. I know, okay, I did just, so I'm not saying it doesn't matter from the standpoint of having a head coach. Like Josh McDaniels is now the head coach for the Raiders. That alone changes them, put them in a new stratosphere. So head coaching matters. He brought most of the coaching staff. I think it was four members of the coaching staff from the Patriots. So the Patriots he West was. out here in, 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 in Las Vegas. So coaching matters, but I'm saying it does not matter because 
when you give the keys to the offense and you say, hey, Russ, you're a veteran quarterback. Like, yes, you got to learn the system. But, like, bro, as far as checks, audibles, all that stuff, it doesn't necessarily matter as much to me um, because I, well, I, don't, I have to look up who their actual head coach is. Because I know it's not uh, Vangio anymore, if I'm not mistaken. I nah, do he that. got fired. It was. What? It's um. It's 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 ain't it OC from uh San Francisco? Oh, uh, from San Francisco. Go right. No, McDaniel's. Or 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 from the Rams or something like that. It's one of them. We'll figure it out. But right. my point is that the Chiefs, the Chiefs, their defense. I do not trust them, especially with the loss to Funny Badger. They didn't even offer that man a contract. So, like, I think that the Chiefs dynasty, the worst thing you could have for the NFC, I mean, the AFC West, they're a dynasty, bro. And regardless of the multiple Super Bowls, I just say they're a dynasty because they're in the NFC championship, pretty much, AFC championship pretty much every year. So the road to the playoffs essentially comes to Kansas City because the rest of the AFC has been, been weak. That's not the case anymore because of what KT said is right and, and Justin Herbert is on the up and coming, right? Las Vegas is on the up and coming, right? Mm-hmm. Denver is up on the up and coming, right? That means yeah, that the they, Chiefs yeah, dynasty yeah. is not, or this, what we've seen it to be right now is not going to be. They can't be, they can't just finesse their way or just BS their way to 10 wins and then get the number one seed. We saw that last year. They had their, they had their struggles and everything. I just think that the Broncos are the best defense in that division automatically. Uh, that's before even Von Miller gets to come back. And I think that uh, I'm not dismissing the Raiders and coaching. I don't even know who the Broncos head coach is right now. It's not coming to me. I just think that Russell Wilson. Uh, it's it's uh, Nathaniel Hackett. It's a Green Bay coordinator. Oh wow! Oh wow! So you mean to tell me? <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be competitive, bro. But I just don't know about the, the third best. I had somebody on Twitter tell me, oh my gosh, Russell Wilson is the third best quarterback in the AFC East. And I'm like, he's been doing this for 10 years now before Justin Herbert even got into the league. He's been doing it yeah. before Patrick Mahomes yeah. even got into the league. Yeah, so, overall, body of work, absolutely. But is he the third best quarterback in that division? Based on the play that we've seen from last season and him holding on the ball way too long, I argue maybe even fourth. No, no, no. I, I wouldn't argue fourth. And I like and I like Russell Wilson. I like I like the way he carries himself. He's a man's man. But uh Jalen, uh, let's get to you and, and how you feel about this. Uh, we at that five minute mark um uh left in the show. Uh so Jalen, tell me your overall thoughts about this trade, winners, losers of this trade. And before we get to you, Jalen, I just wanted to uh say that Moon, I believe there I, I believe the the Seahawks are up to something. I believe either A, they're going to see what the Supreme Court do with Deshaun Watson. Yeah. I, I, I believe that uh, they th- there may be some interest there. And there also may be some interest with the Texans and Drew Locke because Drew Locke's best game of his career came against the Texans. Mm-hmm. B, I, they're going to draft the quarterback. They got two top 10 picks. I, I'm sorry, they got one top 10 pick, but they got two picks in the, in the first round of this year's draft. So they can make some moves and get whoever the hell they want. At quarterback, but uh, Jalen, go ahead. Uh, your take on the overall trade, and then uh, Moon, your rebuttal, and then Jalen to take us home. Uh, overall trade, okay. Um, I think it's. Uh, I mean, of course, it's not like the James Harden Ben Simmons trade, but in an aspect of, in my eyes, it's a win-win for both teams. 
Yes. I, I now now I do think it's uh it's it's a winner more than than others are winners. Um, I will say, I I I believe this the Seahawks are more winners than the Broncos. Now, are they like huge? Huge winners over the so I understand it. Uh, but I will say this: <clears throat> when Russ is the main chef and you let Russ cook, he declines at the end of every year. If we always see him start out with like you know that MVP high streak, yeah, and then near in the end of the year, it always dies out. Uh, and like in Denver, he got some okay receiver. You know, Jerry Judy, he wasn't able to show you much last year. Rookie year he didn't do bad. I believe he had like. Over 800 yards. Uh, Corlin Sutton is, is fine. Uh, Tim Patrick is good. So, I mean, I think he has a good receiving core. Is it better than the Seahawks? Probably not. Actually, no. Because what? No, 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 <laughs> Bro, nobody on, on, on the Bronco. No. Chill. Nobody on the Bronco receiving core is, 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 a, is better than DK. Or Tyler. What? Rodgers, so. The same DK that got yes. locked up Jalen Ramsey every single year that he's been in the league? Add a no effect. The, 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 the Seattle Seahawks receiving core is, is much better, if you ask me. Now, Russell Wilson will make the Broncos Bro. receiving core better. But they I, might, I think overall... I they think might not well. even have Tyler Lockett on their roster because he's up for sale. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is what, like... It, they. I'll let you finish, Jalen. Oh. Mm. Uh, um... <laughs> But yeah, you know, I just think the Seahawks won this trade, but I do think the Broncos are also winners in this trade because they're trying to compete for a Super Bowl. So they went out and got a quarterback, which has been their biggest need since what the Peyton Manning days. Um, now, now of course, there's still some holes there on the team that they still got the time. Uh, I mean, but that's all I got to say. <clears throat> Moon, a minute and a half rebuttal. Jalen, take us home. The Broncos, if I'm not mistaken, are in the midst of going into new ownership right now. I think they have teams or honest owner, uh, what's the thing? Uh, ownership groups trying to come together in order to buy the Broncos. That's accurate. You, if you're talking about business and you wanting to have the proper return on your investment, then I think the Broncos needed to make this move in order for the, it all to work together from the ownership perspective. You want to have a winner on your hands. They got a winner. When it comes to Russell Wilson, I'm going to put him to the back burner and say this. Tyler Mockett might not even be on the roster. They just let go of Bobby Wagner. Whoever the quarterback that is that they draft to, to them is just going to be another version of Zach Wilson last year for the Jets. Uh, a good quarterback that has potential, but because the situation is so bad, he's just going to have to get baptized by fire. It's the same thing. And then you mean to tell me he has to play against the NFC West? So if I'm a quarterback that's out there, there is no way that I want to go to Seattle because I got to play the Rams two times a year. I got to play the 49ers. I got to play the cards. Come on, bro. I'm not doing that. I'm not touching you. Then you talk about just overall receiving cores and all that stuff. Who's better? I'll just say this. I'll say this. DK Metcalf is not who y'all think he is. <laughs> he's not. Like, and, and he's, not, he's still better than everybody else on the Broncos receiving core. I would take Jerry Judy over DK Metcalf. I would take... Whoa. I, I'm dead serious. I will take Jerry Judy over DK Metcalf. I just think that DK Metcalf is a one-trick pony, and he just relies on his speed and everything, and he's not a route runner. And as simple as that. Tyler Lockett yeah, might Jerry even Judy, be there. Jerry Judy is certainly a, a better route runner, but 
Right it's now, I'm not trusting any takes. Alabama receiver. Calvin really has messed it up hey, for hey, everybody. We made a whole episode without mentioning him and his name or the Falcons. That's a success, bro. <laughs> Dang, bro, I don't even know if I want to say my point no more, man. You got 30 seconds to Jalen take us home. <laughs> Dang, bro. 1,500 for 12 minutes. God. <laughs> All right, let me be serious. I just really think that this trade, the the Broncos sat back and watched the Rams and what they did this year, and they mm-hmm. said, "Man, you mean to tell me that if we get a quarterback that is better than the rest of the pack, wow. maybe top five to top ten, and say, hey, he can elevate our system, be pairing with the head coach and everything, y'all say Russell Wilson declined. Yes, he declined, but it's not all because of him. It's because." They figured out the Seattle Seahawks offense and said, y'all offense is vanilla as hell. Like, you're not going to do anything. So if we load up against y'all, we can lock y'all down. And we've seen that happen. DK Metcalf even came out and said it. That has nothing to do with Russell. That has to do with their coaching. That has to do with Pete Carroll. That has to do with the offensive coordinators and stuff like that. But my last words of the show. Fuck them picks. <laughs> That's what I gotta say. Fuck them picks. This is literally less me all over again. Whoever whoever is making the calls for the Denver Broncos, their mentality is fuck them picks. And I digress. It better work. Jayla, take us home. Um, take us home as in close out the whole episode or take us home with yes. this segment. Yeah, yes, sir. Uh, uh both. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you said whole episode, right? My bad. You you cut down my ear. Yeah, yeah. My apologies. Now nah, I was saying both. Uh, finish the segment and uh, close out the show. Oh, okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, it was it, it was it was definitely an interesting uh, trade from both sides. Now you, I mean, it's it's an argument for whether who won. Who and who won more than the other? Um, but I mean, well, I agree with you. You know, fuck them picks. Because I mean, in all in all, if you if you're gonna go all in, you might have to go all in. Uh, I mean, and I believe that's what the Broncos are doing. Uh, that's what the Lakers did. Still, it's a piece of that. <laughs> Try to do that in, 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 in the off season and the rest of the draft picks. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was definitely an interesting trade, but you know, I'm I'm excited to see what what if you know when Russ is still the main chef, what what he does next season, and what Pete Carroll does next season, because I think he's gonna get fired at the end of next season or during next season. Um, mm, that's a great take, but it's gonna be an interesting thing to watch. Uh, but for this episode, it was a good episode. You know, all NFL topics. We could have talked about the whole. Uh, don't you say you know, it, the whole money betting stuff, but don't you say it? You know, with the, with the, with the draft coming up and everything, we're probably going to do maybe episode that we're also we, we're also going to be covering a draft. Uh, maybe over on Twitch or YouTube, maybe both. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know, it's going to be a lot more NFL content since you know the NFL. Offseason just, you know, starting to rev up and everything. Uh, probably coming back at y'all with another episode on Thursday. And, you know, you can rate us on that on five stars on where I believe we're on 
on most podcasts. Uh, I was going to say iTunes, but I guess that kind of is Apple Podcasts, right? Um, Audible. Uh, I, I believe you can even find uh, Amazon a podcast on Amazon Music. Uh, so uh, don't let that music thing for you. And you can now rate us on Spotify uh, and give us a five star if you if you feel like it. Because I mean, I think we deserve it. <laughs> um, but <laughs> KT, you can find you find you can find KT on Twitter. His under his 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 at is Lever underscore KT. If I'm not mistaken, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Uh. And you can you, you you can hit a moon on Twitter at Supermoon Vibes on tw- on Twitter, right? Moon. Yeah, underscore Supermoon Vibes. Yeah, so underscore Supermoon Vibes. Okay, you can hit him up. You can hit me up at, at Jalen underscore Antonio one. Um, but we'll be back at you, we'll we'll be back uh at y'all with another episode next week. Also, um, if anybody listening, yeah, and. And you know, as NCAA tournament uh starts to wrap up, I am trying to do a buy-in tournament this year, so it's it's gonna uh, it's gonna cost to get in. Uh, not gonna be that much. I'm depending on whether it should be three dollars or five dollars to get in. So if you if you want if you're interested in that, uh, just hit me up on Twitter. Like I said, at Jalen underscore Antonio one, and uh, and I can you know kind of let you in. So well, I can't let you. I don't know why I said kind of, but but yeah, I can let you in into that tournament, uh, but until next week on next Thursday when, well, I mean, we're recording this on Thursday. KT, I don't know if we're releasing this on Thursday or Friday, but until next time, we we, we come at you with another episode with some more topics. Uh, every week, this stuff is weekly. We're trying to, we're trying to get into this more. Um, but until next time, peace.